Jake Owen on 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country. Daniel and I have been best buds for, I don't know, 15, 20 years or something. And when we first met, we were in our early 20s. And back then, Daniel, later today, we're going to Las Vegas for the ACM Awards. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. And back then, had we been told we're going to Las Vegas for the ACM Awards, I think our conversation would be like, where, what bars are we going to go to? How long are we going to stay up? What games are we going to play? We were going to be so excited. And this morning, we find ourselves in a little bit of an argument over who's going to carry the medicine bag. Who's going to carry? Because we have one bag that's got our equipment for the broadcast. So somebody has to carry that. And then somebody, like, so that's one carry on. So, like, we're considering, like, how are we going to get all our medicine out there? And then, yeah, they were like, who's going to carry the, the bag with the prescription medication? Right. Because you can't put that in the belly of the plane because if it doesn't get there, you don't have your medicine. So somebody's got to carry that. I, I'm not on anything, Tyke, that if I wasn't able to take it, that's going to, you know, kill me. W- what are you on? What do you got? Like a million things you're on? No, I just got a couple of things like blood pressure that I need to take. And, uh, you know, I, I, it would be like not smart to go two or three days uh, in Vegas without that so yeah i mean i don't know who's going to carry the medicine you can hear young people all throughout oklahoma yeah. turning the radio station now we're talking about who's going to take the quote medicine bag. i swear we used to be cool i mean on a friday night we would go out and we would just like before i was married we'd try to meet ladies and we lived for the weekends and today we're discussing who's carrying the bag of prescription pills out there well that like, also like, sounds like bad 90. like well no these aren't like drugs these are <laughs> You know, things that yeah, we it's need for that health. exciting. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I don't want to look out and there be a swarm of people gathered because they think you have yeah. pills over here. And Good another grief. thing, they like when they came to us and said, hey, we'd like for you to go to the ACMs, 25-year-old Tig would have been like, how long can we stay? And they offered us like, I don't know, four nights or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I go, uh, what's, the, what's the smallest amount of time that we can go? Because <laughs> I'm just, it's one of those towns where, at our age, and I think people who kind of get in their 30s and 40s, you know what it's like. If you party at all, you pay for that. Used to, you could go out and you could make your 8 a.m. English class. Now, you're lucky if you can make it to an 8 a.m. meeting on Wednesday. You pay dearly. You don't just pay for it. You pay dearly. And here's the crazy thing. My elderly father is going to go out there and do the interviews with us. He's already been out there a night or two. So my elderly father has outlasted us already in Las Vegas. Yeah, what is wrong with us? He's out there uh, allegedly playing in poker tournaments. Mm-hmm. Oh, what do you mean allegedly? Well, listen, my dad's name is Houston. And you can follow along with us on social media, Tig and Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. We're going to do some stuff with him out there. But this guy, I go out to Las Vegas sometimes for, I swear, 10 days in a row. By himself. Right by himself. He Ooh. says, mm. I think he's heading over to that bunny ranch occasionally. Oh, come on. Well, listen, have you ever, you've gone on vacation by yourself before, right? Yeah. It was a good idea on paper, but after about three days, you're kind of lonely. And this guy, he goes out there for 10 days. There's no telling what he's doing out there. Oh, man. But he'll go out there and play poker, buddy. And I don't see how people that play poker in these tournaments, how they do it. He'll sit there at that table for eight hours a day for four days in a row. It's like work. But he must enjoy it. I mean, should, I would be uh, bored to death, but... Should me, you, and Houston get on a poker uh, table together and try to see what we can do? I'm trying not to do... it. I'm not trying to go to the ATM at all. So what what's going to happen now when we go to Las Vegas together? We do the interviews and all that. We're off work. You're just going to go home and go to the room and... Probably and, go back to my hotel room. And just sit there? Mm-hmm. I hope so. That would be that the responsible thing like to do. That seems like what Edgar Allan Poe would do in... I know, but... 
Las like Vegas. I said, if I do anything more than that, like we all know, as you get older, you pay for it. Can't we go to dinner, like have a prime rib? You like that? No. I'm not going to dinner. <laughs> I got I to gotta reevaluate why I ever hang out with why you. Would I, yeah, why would I want to go to dinner? The disdain in your voice. Ugh, dinner? Well, dude, I see you every day starting at 5 in the morning. Okay. We're going to be out there interviewing people all day for the ACM Awards in Vegas. And, you know, I'll have enough of you. But here's then I'm the gonna thing. Go to dinner I would with like you. to think going to dinner with me would be slightly better than misery in your room alone. No, that's what I have a kid. Any silence whatsoever is heaven. So to go up to a hotel room and yeah, not well, have somebody crawling on me? In that case, I can't wait to pack up our Madison ba medicine bag and head out to Las Vegas where <laughs> Ty will just sit there alone like Howard Hughes. <laughs> Another thing that uh, as we get older, we start thinking about other priorities in our lives. And one thing I like to do is just be in the yard, sit on a, uh, sit on a chair and enjoy the springtime. Imagine that. But it's hard to do with mosquitoes everywhere, right? That's true, man. They'll, but, uh, they'll ruin your yard for you. The, the guys at MCO can take care of that mosquito treatment, but even more importantly than that, that's an inconvenience, the mosquitoes. But you know what's an actual tragedy is that if your biggest investment got destroyed by termites, mm -hmm. and most of us, our biggest investment is probably our home. And imagine that it gets eaten by termites. They think that thing is a cake. And once they get a hold of that, I mean, I've seen termite damage in my sister's house. It destroyed the house. You, you said they didn't get into their retirement, hundreds of thousands of dollars squandered yep. on, on account of bugs. They bought a house. They tried to sue, but there was nothing they could do. And so they ended up having to pay for it out of pocket. You, you need to call MCO because when you think about it, Tig, termites want to eat your house. Mm -hmm. Mosquitoes want to eat your children. <laughs> you got to get yeah. rid of these. Get started like I did. MCOPC.com, locally owned since 1964. MCOPC.com to get rolling. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. Baby, there you are. We are like 20 minutes away from John Party Tickets. 98.5 Double with Tig and Daniel. Uh, a lot of us will see News on 6. In fact, if you go out in this town, like you go to a, a bar or a restaurant and there's a television station on, a lot of times it's News on 6, right? Not a lot of times. I mean like every mostly, single yeah. time. And uh, I have a little deal with my little boy i get to watch what i want on television sometimes he gets to but one thing we watch is the the 4 p.m newscast on news on six six-year-olds love that yes and uh but <laughs> you know it's not necessarily in his wheelhouse however he'll he will sit there and watch it and uh one of the guys that's on that program do they call it a program i don't know uh brian dorman and he does this great investigative journalism and he also sits at that anchor desk and all that he puts on his makeup his hair is perfect and my son I say, I say to him, I say, I actually know Brian Dorman. My son doesn't believe me. Like, I'm lying about it. I'm like, no, I actually work in the same building. He doesn't believe me. And I said, so much so, Dan, uh, Mac, I will, I will bring you to meet Brian Dorman one day. So I get on my Facebook. Well, well, wait a minute. Your son knows what we do for a living, right? Yes. Your son knows that we've met George Jones, Merle Haggard, Garth Brooks, Luke Combs, the greats. But he doesn't believe that you know Brian Dorman? That's a fact. And so it almost became like a challenge. And so I get on my little Facebook and I send Brian a message. I said, hey, would you care if I ever bring my son up there to meet you? Because he doesn't believe that I know people on television. And Brian says, man, I mean, anytime you want to bring your son by, I mean, anytime, you know, we do that 4 p.m. newscast. You come up here anytime. He made it like crystal clear that no appointment was necessary. Just pop in, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so the other day we were here with my little son, six-year-old Mac, 
And I said, let's go upstairs. I want to introduce you to Brian Dorman. And he gets very excited. Like, he doesn't get excited about anything we do. But he's like, oh, my God. And he knows to be quiet up there. He was so well-behaved. He knew he can't talk loud because it's television and they're live on the air. And then I see Brian in the hallway. And I go, there he is, Mac. And we walk up to Brian. And uh, what would you describe it as, Daniel? I would describe it as a snub. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of. And, uh, you know, I wanted to get to the bottom of this because after the meeting, I was like, I don't think Brian wanted to meet me or see me here. There had to be some type of reason that Brian Dorman would snub anybody. Guess what? He's on with us. Brian Dorman from News on 6. I got a little confrontation here. You want to yeah, do it? You going to confront him? What say you, Brian Dorman? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, hey, listen, uh, you just got you caught me a little off guard. I do recall, now that you mention it, the Facebook exchange, and I did say bring Mac by anytime. Right. Um, but it was about five minutes before showtime, mm-hmm. uh, and you guys caught me. I was, I mean, coming out of the bathroom, <laughs> and there you guys are in the hallway. He was. A meet and greet. <laughs> I figured you know? he was on the. You were. You're on the air during that time too, aren't you? Oh, uh, five minutes out. Yes. Yeah, and so... I said, listen, bring him. You wanted a tour of the building. Five minutes before showtime, and then made me feel like a diva, like I didn't have time and totally blew off Mac. And listen, you know, yesterday, Daniel's heckling me in the parking lot saying I blew off a little kid. <laughs> well, he did say any time, though. He didn't say except for five minutes before showtime. <laughs> well, they were sitting in the car about to go on a sign or go to Norman and, um, do a story out there, and I was like, hey, uh, Tyke says that he brought his kid by to see you, and uh, you were very nice. <laughs> well, th- you know, and listen, I rolled down the window. I was nice enough to say, hey, Daniel, how is your underperforming radio program going? <laughs> hey, yeah, I mean, it does suck. They like to rub it in, too. I did see Brian. You can follow Brian on uh, Facebook, but I did see he did a post. His dreams have come true. He did a, a lovely post yesterday. Of his, his childhood dream of visiting Norman. Has now come true. Look at that. The Storm Prediction Center was the childhood dream in Norman. And listen, you know, I, we need to do a re- redo with Mac. I, I, I am scheduled to meet him this morning to take him to Gathering Place, the Discovery Lab. Okay, yeah, you can he, do that. You know, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to pick him up. We're going to have a good day. Uh, you guys can come by anytime, just not five minutes before. You have my phone number, sadly. Uh, you can <laughs> reach out to me at any point. Uh, Tygy, and let me know when when your son wants to come by. Okay, except five minutes. And, and furthermore, can I? I got more to the story. By the you way, you have more. After we yeah. ran into Brian oh, and he walked off, um, we went and we met with Travis Meyer. And Travis comes out and he's high fiving my son. He's talking about how my son needs boots like he's got. He's talking about his cows and whatever he's got out there at that ranch. And uh, Brian, you know, too busy. Hey, you know what Travis is doing at 4 o'clock in the afternoon? Not a whole lot. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right so. Brian, you know, I've had a lifelong dream of mine, and, and next week it's going to be recognized. I'm going to fulfill my lifelong dream of going to Claremore. <laughs> Will you, What's in Claremore, Daniel? There's a, a Sonic that I've always dreamed of going out to. Uh, so you've got your Sonic. lifelong dream of visiting Norman, which you accomplished yesterday. Congratulations. Okay. Next week, I'm going to go to Claremore, and Tig has been wanting to go to Sperry for the longest time. Yes. 
Hike. Oh, yeah. Well, I tell you, those are real meet and greet opportunities. I hope you guys have fun with that. Yeah, we will, Brian. And uh, in all seriousness. It wasn't Mac I was, it wasn't Mac I was sad to see. It was you, Ty. <laughs> That's actually kind of true. Like, him, he looked at me like, oh, God. He really did. Yeah, he was embarrassed to be with you as a thing. He was really keeping it low key. <laughs> right. So when you know that Brian Dorman is going to be out, News on Six is Brian Dorman when he's out and about, it's not a meet and greet. It's just a meet. There's no greeting. Yeah. Just a meet. You just look at him. Right. That's all. Uh, but in all seriousness, uh, Brian, he does great work, man. I'll watch these uh, I'll watch these news stories he does, like he does investigative journalism. Yeah. And I go, you know, that guy, unlike us, he's actually good at his job. He does a great job there at News on 6. You have anything coming down the uh, down the pike? Any uh, investigative stories you can tease for us? You know, listen, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned it. Uh, storm Prediction Center. I'm taking you in t- inside the storm in Norman on a special report we did yesterday. Listen, in all seriousness, those guys... It's a, and ladies, it's less than a team of 50 people, uh, and their job is to keep Oklahomans safe and, and folks around the country during severe weather. Uh, about 255 days out of the year, so, uh, severe thunderstorm watches are issued uh, across the country, and all of it happens uh, out of the Storm Prediction Center in Norman. So that story will be coming up here uh, next month. We look forward to that, man. You do great work, and in all seriousness, he's always been very sweet to us, and they've had us on their show a lot, and uh, I'm just picking on you. I know you were busy. <laughs> it was just a bad time for you. Uh, Brian so Dorian. I had no idea that that little guy doesn't even look like you. He's actually handsome. I yeah, thought, I know. Gosh, I don't know what happened. This kid that Ty is running around with. It was it was literally the worst timing. I feel terrible about it. You guys are always welcome. Come watch the show. Come by today. I know you guys aren't doing anything. We're going to Vegas in about three hours. So you're taking you're taking your six year old son to Vegas. No, no, me and me and my other son Daniel are going. So we're going for the ACM awards. Oh, oh, hey, thanks for the invite. Yeah, no thanks. Wouldn't want you there. We don't want to mess up your dreams of visiting Norman again. (laughs) You got Norman to go see. (laughs) Welcome into a Friday. Yeah, it's 98.5 Double with Tig and Daniel. Hey, good morning, Daniel. We're about three minutes away from tickets to see John Party. What a night that would be. A heck of a show I got on YouTube, Tig. I found some uh, John Party covers. And uh, these are actually by women. I wondered how, like, how ladies would their take on John Party songs would be. And I got to say, they're pretty good. This first, it's a couple of ladies called Diamond Dixie, and here's their cover of Head Over Boots. I wanna sweep you on your feet. Really good. See, uh, oh, same song, uh, Head Over Boots. This one by a lady named Maddie Wilson. Want you to sweep me off my feet I suppose uh, women like that song, Head Over Boots. That's a great song. And uh, isn't it kind of interesting to think that maybe the best singer in America, we don't know who it is. Because part of becoming a songwriter or a singer in Nashville is you've got to move to Nashville. But there may be like a lady like that in Iowa who is amazing, but 
you know, maybe she had to take over the family business or whatever. Didn't ever strike out and try to get to Nashville. Isn't that weird? It's not only possible that the very best singer in the United States of America is an unknown. Is an unknown. It's probable. Yes. Because these days you have to, gosh, think of everything you have to go through in order to make it. Like what percentage of people that can sing good actually give up their lives and move to Nashville? Probably a small percent. It's fascinating to think about, isn't yes. it? Yes. And those, like that's great stuff right there. Cool. I like, you know, I was talking to Alan Crone, the uh, meteorologist upstairs, and mm-hmm. he does the same thing. I He he goes on YouTube's cover songs of his favorite songs, and sometimes they're better. That's a bold statement, and it's you know probably what I'm saying? true. Like, yeah. You ought to do this as an exercise. Whatever your favorite song is, go look it up on YouTube and type in cover and go see what you find. It's kind of cool to hear a different version of stuff. Are we ready for this, Daniel? We are. I bet John Party's like, hey, uh, why don't you talk about me some more instead of... Uh, no, we're playing a song. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. another tag, another round of famous Johns. And I must warn you that once you get, you know, once you do a full week of famous Johns, you're uh, getting low on Johns. So <laughs> why this game is like boring. You know what? You criticize every game that I have, so your, your criticisms no longer matter to me. I hate to say it. You're impervious to my criticism. Right. Like, if like if I said to you, Tig, uh, one of the creators of Monty Python's Flying Circus, what would you say? He used to do that Magnavox commercial. Uh, John, God, what's his last name? Uh, cl- what's his last name? John Cleese. Cleese, that's right. There you go. These All will right. be easier than the one I just gave, Tig. So we're looking for caller number nine right now, 918-879-9898. A good luck. 98.5 The Bull, Gabby Barrett. 98.5 The Bull, time now. What are we doing, Daniel? We're going to give away some free tickets, John Party tickets. And who do we have with us? We have Emily. She lives here in Tulsa. Emily, you say you're a security uh, personnel? Yes, I am. And what's that like? Is that a fun job? Is that an exciting job or a, a quite a boring job? Um, it can be pretty exciting. Where I work is a little bit different than uh, most places, so uh, it can be stressful at times. Do you sure. mean do you mean security like computer security, or do you like um, stalk the grounds to make sure nobody's getting in there? <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> but which one? He said he gave you two scenarios. Which one do you do? Or do you you like you, you're at a keyboard or you're kind of patrolling the grounds? Um, a little bit of both. I kind of work at like a kiosk doing like access and stuff, making badges and everything like that. Yeah. Oh, I see. I got you. All right. Well, Emily, I'm just going to give you some famous people named John. Of course, all of their first names are John, so that's a given. You just have to uh, identify the famous Johns. Okay. She also works at a wind tunnel. Yes. Uh, first up. <laughs> I'm driving to work. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, your window's up, is it? Yeah, it is. Okay, good, good, good. Here we go. First up, this legal thriller, thriller Arthur, dead gummit. How do you Arthur. say that? Author. Arthur. This legal guy writes books, has penned the novels The Firm and Runaway Jury. All his novels are about lawyers and things like that. Oh. Uh, I just want to tell you his last name. Yeah, uh, well, if you're trying to Google it, you don't have to do that. You can take us off speakerphone, but it's John Grisham. 
Emily? What was that? Sorry. Yes, uh, sorry. Uh, John Grisham would be it. Uh, up next, this okay. is a generic name for any male. Like if the police find a, a, a male and they're unresponsive, they, they name them this name, John blank. Doe. John Doe is correct. Uh, Tyke's going to have to help you out with this one. I wouldn't have been able to get this either, but this senator from Massachusetts lost the 2004 election to George W. Bush. Oh, I don't think I know that one. Help her out, Tyke. Um, he married into that Heinz ketchup family, so he's loaded, too. Uh, John Kerry. John Kerry. John Kerry. Up next, American engineer who developed the car that was later featured in the movie Back to the Future. His first name was John. What was the what uh, kind of car was it that uh, they used to go back to the future? Uh, I don't know. Help her out, Tug. It's the car that had the doors that opened upward mm-hmm. instead of sideways. That is called a DeLorean, so my submission would be John DeLorean. You would be correct, Tug. Tug has DeLorean. saved you once again. And finally... This famous actor is known for his roles in Con Air, Rounders, and Burn After Reading. He was also in a movie called Being John Malkovich. I'm not sure. He was in a movie called Being John Malkovich. Oh. (laughs) Well, I'm guessing it's Malkovich. (laughs) John Malkovich, absolutely right. That's enough for you to go see John Party. At the Cove at River Spirit Casino, you'll also be qualified now for that Party Cove Pass, which is a one-night hotel stay and dinner at River Spirit Casino. Yay! That's going to be a great show. Who will you take with you? Yes. That is a good question. Probably one of my best friends. Are you in love? I am. Nope. Not currently. Uh, (laughs) What happened? Oh, uh... That's a long story. <laughs> well, just like the quick Reader's <laughs> Digest version. The guy was stepping out on the town? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Very specific. She's not around. Talk. Uh-oh. That guy. All right, look at you go. <laughs> John, party tickets are all yours. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. And you know what, Daniel? What's coming up a little bit later on the show? Sensual shout-outs. Oh, I almost forgot. Yeah. And uh, if you'd like a shout-out on the radio, Daniel writes pickup lines. And then he will submit these <laughs> to you on the radio. And they're usually terrible because he's writing them himself. Well, it's hard to, to come up with like seven, eight pickup lines every single week. But you can get one. Just like us on Facebook. That way we know you're listening. And then we'll see your name pop up. Boop, and we'll go, hey, look at I that. I probably need one. Jessica's listening. <laughs> Katie's listening. Emily's listening. listening. Yeah, Emily, yeah. go follow us on Facebook right now. Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel. And uh, we'll get you your, your very own sensual shout-out today. And what a, what a Friday to win. John Party tickets and a sensual shout-out. Heck yeah. Thank you guys so much. You're so welcome. Thank you, Thank we'll you see for you at the listening. Show. Bye-bye. It's 98.5 right, The Bull. Today's Hot Country. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. You're not that girl, are you, Daniel? I am. Never wanted to be that that girl, though, Tag. It's, it's tough. 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country. Time now for sensual shout-outs. This is uh, where you can get a shout-out addressed to you. Daniel has written these. They're, <laughs> he doesn't Google them. He writes them. And uh, so a lot of love and care went into these, in other words. Yeah. These are hard to come up with, but what we want is uh, you to just follow us on Facebook at Tiger Daniel. 
T-I-G-E and Daniel. We will see, and even as this is going on right now, you can do it right this second and still get your name in last second for your very own sensual shout-out. you ready to get sensual, Ty? Let's go, brother. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. A very sensual good morning to Cindy Stockfleth from Catoosa. Thelma Nash. Cole Spears. He goes to Tulsa Community College. Ooh, boy. You must be a tissue because I want to be Kleenex to you. No good? Kleenex to you? Uh, I'm, I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm. Though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool, Ryan Stang. Central good morning to Rory Henry, Cody Miner. Ooh, boy, you must be an airplane because you're looking fly. Would that work in a club? I think it would. Central <laughs> good morning to David, or Daniel Marshall, excuse me. Uh, Anna, Anita Barstow. Ooh, girl, I must be a men's swim trunks with no net because I want to hang out. <laughs> Hey now. That is pretty sensual. Sensual. Good morning to Douglas Jones, Jimmy Powers, Trevor Fisher. Are there any ladies that want to shout out? It's a lot of dudes this morning. A lot huh? of dudes. They're Trevor all, uh, Fisher. All sensual heading into the weekend. Bear Patrick. That's wait, wait. What's the name? Bear Patrick. I like that name. Here we go. Here we go. Sensual shout outs when you like us. Tiger Daniel, T-I-G-E and Daniel on Facebook. I'm never going to dance again. Guilty feet have got no rhythm, though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. I know you're not a fool. Keely Alton. Central, good morning to JT Greer. Ooh, girl, I'm a sailor because I want to be on a relationship with you. Central, good morning to, uh, I think it's Cheyenne Sinkhorn. Ooh, girl. You must be a fancy steakhouse in Tulsa because you write up my bull in the alley. <laughs> uh, you know, that might actually work. It's so bad that they would understand the sarcasm or the, you know? No. I'm you, trying to get free food, free dinner for us at oh, Bull in the Alley. That's what was that bull shout in the again? alley. What uh, was that shout that out shout again? That shout out was, uh, ooh, girl, you must be a fancy steakhouse in Tallahassee because you write up my bull in the alley. You mean Tulsa. What'd I say? Tallahassee. Oh, my hometown is called Tallahassee, Alabama. Yeah. One more time. Ooh, girl, you must be a fancy steakhouse in Tulsa because you ride up my bull in the alley. And they got uh, convenient hours. Friendly staff. Tell them Dyke and Daniel said, hey. <laughs> Central good morning to Jessica Smith. Jennifer Riley. Ooh, girl, your name must be Duncan because I do not want to be without you. It's supposed to sound like do not, but it's not very close. I got it. It was good. Finally, uh, uh, Central, good morning to Bianca Hall. Let me see if I have any last-minute ones coming in here. Central, good morning to Chaz Howell. Ooh, boy or girl, I'm not sure. You must be a drive-in theater because I like your Admiral Twins. Tiger's confused. The Admiral Twin is the name of the drive-in theater here. Oh, so I, see. I said Admiral Twins. I understand. A play on words. Hold on. I got a message to uh, Tig and Daniel on Facebook. T-I-G-E and Daniel. Sheila Rainbolt says, good morning. I don't know how to give you a shout out. I'm following you. So good, good, morning, good morning, Sheila. Sheila. Oh, girl. We're Tig and Daniel on Facebook. T-I-G-E and Daniel. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Mullen Plumbing Traffic Center. I'm just trying to stay.
Walker Hayes. All right, give us a call, 918-879-9898, 918-879-9898. want you to join us for the news here. Get your reactions to some of the stuff we're going to talk about, 918-879-9898. Did you see that uh, dogs are getting electrocuted in Tulsa? Did you see this? I saw this last week, I believe. Welcome in. It's 98.5 The Bull. Did you see it's brought to you by Daniel's dentist, Dr. Hugh McDougall. At Hugh McDougall Dentistry, 918-879-9898. Yeah. So you're one like a, a co-host while we yeah, do just, the kind of like the local news or the, the, yeah, just the big stories? That's right. You like to hear people's commentary, their thoughts. You're tired right. of hearing what I have to think. We want to know what you, you think. Yes, 918-879-9898. So the story is that people after the snowstorm are walking downtown and they have their dogs with them. And you know how dogs, they'll, they'll go to the bathroom on a light pole or something, you know, lift their leg up. But... I guess the snow and the salt created like a um, a rogue circuit or something, and these dogs were going up on this pole and they were peeing on it and they would get electrocuted. Yeah, and what? you said you saw this. This is on Denver Avenue. I saw uh, the a police officer parked with his lights on, and then I saw the the power company truck behind him, and I was like, "What is going on?" And then later on, I was told that's what happened. There was a power pole because of the ice and the weather uh, became hot. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the dog, uh, one dog peed on it, and then another one came, came up, up and peed the same on it, thing. too. Yeah. Got so, shocked and yelped and all that. I don't, know how, I don't know how the dogs are doing. I don't either. It doesn't really say a whole lot about that, but that's pretty uh, pretty nerve-wracking that you could just be minding your business and your dog might get shocked if they pee on a power pole. So I guess stick to fire hydrants and bushes. I mean, that could have happened to anybody. Then my dog, whenever I take him for a walk, he has to pee at least 40, 50 times he tries to pee, and mm-hmm. I don't know what he's even doing, but that is terrifying. Did you see that, uh, you know, we have some weird criminals in town. What was it? Uh, yesterday we found out about a guy. He wanted to break into a medical marijuana shop. So he drilled a hole in the wall to climb in, but he drilled a hole into the wrong business. Mm-hmm. And he ended up in like an office, which what a big letdown. He thinks he's going to get all this money in marijuana. Uh, but this from News on 6, a guy at, is it Fat Guy Burger? Yeah, Fat Guy's Burger Bar. Yeah, it's so, a local place, a great place. People love it. I've been there. Uh, everybody that writes about restaurant reviews loves Fat Guy's, too. And uh, a family goes there, and they go inside, and there's nobody to take their order, but they go outside, and the guy's on the bench. They're like, hey, do you work here? You know, we're here to eat. And this from News on 6, what happened after that? Bean says the couple asked Dean if he was working. I guess at some point there's a misunderstanding. He gets up. According to our victim's statement, yeah, he gets up, kind of goes towards his waistband like he has the gun, but walks away, retrieves the gun, comes back and points it at him. When officers got there, Dean went back inside and wouldn't come out. TPD says Dean told them he pulled the gun in self-defense after the husband got aggressive when Dean told them not to come back. Tulsa County court records show this isn't Dean's first run-in with... So I guess the guy hid in the ceiling for six hours and then finally came out. But, you know, what a standoff. With the police. Somebody's going to get written up today. Yeah, it's like, did you uh, pull a gun on a customer and then go hide in the ceiling? Yeah, that's going to be a write-up. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble. Right. Uh, did you see that police are investigating after they say a man vandalized eight businesses near Route 66 in Peoria about 2.30 a.m. this morning? This is crazy to me. They say the man picked up water main hole covers off the street and threw them through about 10 windows with double-pane glass. They haven't caught the guy yet. Is that a manhole cover? I think so. And do you know how heavy those things are? Yeah. I mean, they're so heavy. In college, we got a hold of one and dropped it from the third story onto a shopping cart. The shopping cart exploded. I mean, those things are deadly.
Yeah, so he threw them about through 10 windows. That's insane to me. Also, Tig, did you see the latest celebrity to, to go into space with Jeff Bezos? Who do you think it is? If you had to hazard a guess, who would be an appropriate celebrity to go into space? You saw that uh, William, William Shatner, Shatner went. went to space. Uh, who, who else went? There was, wasn't there like a political figure that went up in there? I, I can only remember William went. Shatner. That's bad. Well, who went? Or who's going? Pete Davidson. You know him from oh, he SNL. Really He's been dating uh, Kim Kardashian. And so that's, yeah, Jeff Bezos is heading to space with Pete Davidson toward the end of the year. Later on this year, I should say. Pete Davidson, what a life he's had. He's trying to get, with it, get away from Kanye. Because he stole Kanye's girlfriend. No, right? no, no. Let's not say stole. I oh. think Kanye does himself no favors when it comes to I don't, dating. I don't mean to say anything. I think Kanye's got, he needs help, right? Probably so. You know, there's a documentary on Kanye West on Netflix that kind of um, shows his early life. And I watched the first episode of that, and his mom, his mom's name is Donda West, was so, probably the most supportive mother I've ever seen. I mean, complimentary, nice to him. Told him, you know, hey, you have confidence, but also stay down here on earth. You know, stay on the ground too. Fly, but also stay on the ground. Just the best mom ever. Then, you know, she died having some plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. I feel like my theory, and this is totally probably unfounded. My theory is that because of his success, he was able to give his mom some money. I bet she used some of that money to get plastic surgery. She passes away during the procedure. I bet that messed him up so bad inside. Because he, uh, in his mind... Kanye West thinks he killed his mom because otherwise, if he wasn't rich, he wouldn't have been buying that surgery for her. I bet he's dealing with some things like that. I'm telling you, man, you got to go watch a clip of of Donda and him, their interactions. She is so supportive of him. I just could not believe it. This hmm. was when he was trying to to well, be known. But that's yeah. on Netflix. It's, the, it's a three-part Kanye West documentary. And if she was that supportive when she passed, it must have been such a hard thing for him. Right. And she also, was a rock. It's, you know, it's hard to be rich, too, isn't it? It's hard to be rich and famous. I should know. <laughs> is, is your life hard? Well, you're not rich or famous. So. Right, so mine's quite easy. Yeah. But you a, could, could you imagine, like, no matter what you do, no matter what you say? Everybody's watching you. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even go out to a bar and act crazy for a night because everybody would be like, oh, I saw Daniel in there yeah. acting a fool. You know, I'm not, I'm not um, excusing his behavior i think he's i, I just don't like it when people say like somebody's insane or something when he's probably got emotional issues like an actual medical condition and you can imagine being in the public eye tiger they're not times that you've done things that you're like thank god that i'm not famous facebook wasn't around right. or i'm not famous yeah, yeah. so I, I give him a little i give him a little pass a little I don't grace. his his behavior is no good but i mean look at us talking about kanye now when it's pete davidson going into space it's 98.5 the bull today's hot country 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.